Hey, what's up? This is your host, Kat Jones. Today is April 19th, 2020. We all need to take a shot heard around the world, and this is Queer All Year. Hey, what's up? This is Kat, and I am joined, as always, by my bro and sound producer and co-host, Mick G. Yao Ming! Nah, I mean... Now no. I mean, I don't know. It's like a combination of, you know what I mean, and Yao Ming. <laughs> Yao Ming. I'm not going to ask who Yao Ming is because he's I, the, I feel like that's going to be. He's the basketball star, the giant okay, seven foot good. guy. Yeah. Okay, then good. Because I, uh, I, was, I was like, okay, was that the basketball player or like. Or the evil warlord from Flash the... Gordon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, I knew guy... that's where you were going with that. Who's the guy? Was he in comics or something? The um, his like the beard thing is named after him, the and he was like thing. really, yeah, the really race the Mu Mu Fan Fanchu or whatever Fu Fu Manchu. Um, you know, how, yeah, you know, I, you know, yeah, you've seen what, like a Fu yeah, Manchu I, like, be, like facial hair, right? Yeah. Yeah, he was like um, a really racist character in like like James Bond or something. Oh, I got you. Okay. Um, yeah, I can't remember. Um, or a comic book. There was that one guy that threw the hat and it could cut, like knock a was it pillar a, in half. Was it in like a black exploitation maybe movie? Um, well, surely, if surely it was used in uh, one. Is Undercover Brother black exploitation? Um, it's it's it more like of parody of it. Yeah, um, I love that movie. I love parodies of black exploitation. I don't know. They just crack me up. I don't know if Say like I'm uh, um, being offensive by laughing at it, but <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it's. I don't. I. I. I need to look more into it because I used to know more about it because I took three film classes in college because they're easy. But um, I used to know. True that. If you need oh, electives, except. <laughs> Oh, except for the time. Okay, so Baker University makes you take a thing called interterm. So um, during Christmas oh, break yeah. or you know winter break, that you thing. have to go back to school like a week early, or it was a more than weeks that. Early. Yeah, it was like three weeks early or something, and um, you have to take like a class that just lasts those. So I took like a film class, which I was like, this is gonna be great, and they spent an entire week making us watch the most gruesome horrifying war movies like so like all quiet on the western front and full metal jacket and just like just two, two movies every day for a week what were you supposed to and learn afterward from? i was like you need to offer me some psychological counseling right now. right was this <laughs> it was horrible what, what was the theme of the class uh just like uh or like, the name of the class it was i can't remember the name but it was like theater through the years and so it was like here's how war movies have evolved and like here's how you know <laughs> comedies i don't remember any other week except that week <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> maybe it that's why you bad. are always watching like hitler documentaries now well i mean i think americans just do that i was talking with um some friends on like a a game I play, a stupid app game, and we were chatting, and, you know, they, we were all talking about where we were from and, you know, things that they knew or something, and I was like, I'm American. We just know Nazis and, and uh, serial killers. <laughs> and, and every other American in the in the chat was like, oh, crap, that's actually true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I know, other than all this gay stuff I've learned, 
is that today in history was the shot heard around the world. Oh, yeah. We're the first talk one. about that. Well, yeah. we don't know. Not the first shot. Well, the first <laughs> one that was called the shot heard around the right, world. Right, yeah. So, listeners, five seconds. Which shot was the shot heard around the world? Do, 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 do. Were you thinking uh, World War One? Because <laughs> I was thinking Revolutionary War. Because that's the one that we're talking about the, at Concord and Lexington, 1775. Twas a shot heard round the world. Twas the start of the revolution. Grab your powder, grab your gun. Report to General Washington. Is this like Schoolhouse Rock or something? Yeah, or something like that. Oh. Yeah. Whatever the, the only schoolhouse is. rock I remember is like the bill. I think that's and he's sitting on Capitol Hill. I can, that's the only line I can remember from that one. But I I can remember the shot heard around the world because that was stupid. Yeah. I don't know that. I'm just angry that they brainwashed me so much in school. Like, oh my gosh, school is insane. Yeah. What is the what's the deal quiz. with public school? What was school? the second sh- shot heard around the world? Uh. French Revolution? No, it was the shot that killed Franz Ferdinand that started World War One. Oh. And that's not Franz Ferdinand. Are you band. sure? Yes. That's the next time that anyone ever called a shot. What about That's what that's what the internet said. Oh. Well, all right. If you if you um yeah. ask the internet then must be right. Yeah, let's see. Uh but so that would have been Oh wait, no no no, there is another one. So the shot heard around the world became associated with other historical events, such as the 1914 assassination of Austria's Archduke Franz Ferdinand, which triggered World War I, and the 1951 game-winning three-run homer by the New York Giants Bobby Thompson oh, against the Brooklyn okay. Dodgers. All right, fair enough. I knew there was some so kind of thing So I don't know like how that. that's a... That seems disrespectful. <laughs> but, uh, but okay, okay, so this shot heard around the world, this was, this was that instance where... Um, we had a bunch of arms and stuff supplied in Lexington, and yeah, the British Con- Lexington and Con- Con- yeah, and the British were coming to destroy yeah. it, and we had and yeah. the whether or not Paul Revere's ride happened or not, yeah, it's they th- say it's, it happens, that's the incident like, though. All of that is in the same like grouping. I believe so. Um, I see. I always thought the shot heard around the world was the Boston massacre. But apparently not. But no one knows who shot first at Concord or Lexington and Concord. So that's no one knows who shot any time ever. Cause right, you know, never. Who cares? I mean, if it's the Americans, they want to hide it. If it's the British, then like they don't care. Both sides were looking for war. Mm, yeah, but I, I mean, mean like, I guess the British England were looking were... for war to like kill the Americans and stop them from looking. Yeah, they, I guess they were more looking to just stamp down more. But um. one of my favorite things is like finding out how inaccurate Hamilton is, <laughs> because I Didn't love that musical and I love Lin Manuel. No, I knew it's just like all these and like I knew like the the historical events that were wrong and stuff. But then just like how what a light he painted him in, you know? <laughs> like I don't know he. He was not, I mean, no one in history is a good person. The more you know about someone, the more you know they're not a good person. Aaron Burr was actually kind of a good person. (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't know. Yeah, I guess I don't know the way you... Maybe the way you have to judge people is um, based on, like, the scales, you know? Was it, were they balanced? Yeah, it's like, did, how bad was this Did they do enough sure Alexander... good to outweigh the bad? Like, I'm um... pretty sure Alexander, Alexander Hamilton, like, poisoned a well or something. Oh, my... <laughs> I mean, I Jeez know... Louise. Who is it? Who am I thinking of? The uh, the main character in Gentleman Jack on HBO. I know she poisoned a well, and I was like, "Whoa, we didn't address that." Uh. But yeah, there was something about like Alexander Hamilton poisoned a well or something, and then Aaron Burr like represented him or something. I don't remember. Aaron Burr represented like people that <laughs> were right. I don't know. <laughs> he turned out to be pretty good. Yeah. As far as history goes, I mean, you know, they are, they're all terrible. You know, George Washington had slaves and, oh, he freed his slaves on his deathbed. Okay, but he still kept them, you know. Yeah. And, but you got to think about the positives, too. He grew a lot of hemp. I guess. But, I mean, <laughs> That's that didn't I've... help once hemp was, like, yeah, not legal anymore, I guess. Is it Thomas Jefferson who had, like, so many kids with his slaves that there's, like, uh, the majority of, like, black people, I think, in the United States right now have some sort of connection to Thomas Jefferson? Um, Maybe. I've heard something like that, but definitely not enough to say I know for sure. I've seen a photo of a family reunion of the people who know that they are, and it, like, so they've met on the plantation that he used to own, and it, like, the, they take up the whole yard of this plantation. Holy moly. So, like, you know, you see, like, you know, you think of a plantation with all this, you know, acreage around it or whatever, like, so they take up the whole front lawn. (laughs) (laughs) And they're all black, because, of course, he raped all his slaves and, you know, had, you know, they're like, oh, he had a relationship with, you know, that's not possible. Like, literally, there's power dynamic there. There's no way for them to consent. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't know. Well, this has been uh, Taking Up Space (laughs) because our story today is really short. (laughs) Welcome to Taking Up Space with Kat and McGee. Yay. Sorry about Um, that, guys. (laughs) Oh, you know what? Our mom sent us a text the other day that says she can't wait to get a t-shirt that says my mom likes my podcast. Yeah. So um, for all of those people out there, it's coming. (laughs) We'll have it soon. I also really, I really want one that says uh, my mom loves queer all year. Just because then it gets our... Oh, right. Yeah, that probably would be a good way to go. Yeah. Yeah. And then maybe, like, if you were raised by queer parents, we could have a t-shirt that says, um, my mom is queer all year. Oh. Yeah, that would be... Or I am queer. We'll discuss it at the board meeting. We'll discuss it when we can, like, start wearing clothes again. Right. Um, My clothes are at your house. (laughs) Yes, they are. (laughs) All of my clothes, I realized today as I was trying to get dressed to go check the mail to see if I qualified for unemployment, which I do. So in 1950, the New York Times published an article um, saying that GOP chief... (sighs) Oh my gosh, my notes. I almost read it as GOP chief guy. (laughs) (laughs) I saw that too. GOP chief guy George Gabrielson... (laughs) Chief guy. Uh, He says that sexual perverts are perhaps as dangerous as the actual communists. And um, 
in his little speech that he gave Stop in here. Actually, it, I think you it was freaks. a pamphlet. You darn yeah. people. Uh, okay, I'll get out of your communist hair. Communist perverts. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he in the, this was like a pamphlet, I guess he'd published, um, and he didn't really say anything in it, I think, about um, homosexuality, but he had specifically mentioned the homosexual angle earlier in the in 1950 in regards to the sexual perverts and the actual communists and oh my god mcg i now want a t-shirt that has like a protractor or something on it that says homosexual angle oh yeah that would be cool yeah i can <laughs> dig cool. that write that down okay write that yeah. down because i don't have my notebook where, where are my design <laughs> books that would be a, that'd be a cool sticker maybe or something. Anyway, so homosexual angle. Our homosexual angle is that uh, this GOP chief guy is not cool. Um, he argued that sexual perverts, especially homosexuals, had infiltrated the government and that the government was actively protecting them. So we had kind of talked about this, about a similar thing a couple days ago. Um, but in th But this chief guy took it far enough like a step further to say that they're in the government and the government's protecting them kind of like scientology um so to quote him he says as americans it is difficult for us to believe that a national administration capitalized national administration would go to such lengths to cover up and protect subversives traitors working against their country in high capitalized governmental places but it is happening Perhaps as dangerous as the actual communists are the sexual perverts who have infiltrated our government, capitalized government, in recent years. Capitalized, the State Department has confessed that it has had to fire 91 of these. So this is after, um, we did talk like a week maybe ago, that they had to, they had, quote, to fire 91 um, perverts or whatever from the government. So that he's uh, directly referencing that. And, um, yeah, so there's no real room for conjecture here because those 91 were fired for being gay. Um, and so, um, I found some reasoning for this actually, like his reasoning, like, cause I had not, I had not been able to like, why on earth would they fire gay people as like subversives or whatever? Well, it turns out that gay people are more susceptible to blackmail and bribes and thus we're greater security risks. So, um... I mean, blackmail in one way, like you can get blackmailed into like because you're gay or whatever. Being yeah. Outed. So, but if we if we got rid of like the stigma or whatever in 1950, then we wouldn't have that to is worry about blackmail. Not how our society works. <laughs> yeah, I know. But also, if I oh, worked God. for the State Department or whatever, you could not blackmail me into like giving you government secrets. You know, yeah. like, no, like I have stuff I don't ever want getting out. Everyone does. And, uh, but you could not use that over me to well, give you anything. I don't know. That is, I mean, that statement is like, it's a, it's so messed up, but that blackmail part, just because of the stigma around, it, I mean, that's true. Yeah. I mean, uh, but that's not to say that they or any I mean, less of a lot patriots or then. Americans, you know. This yeah, is still I mean, it was like a lot worse back then. And you could probably find, <laughs> you know, a couple. I mean, I, I, you always hear about like some people who did give in to whatever because they were being blackmailed and like they just couldn't handle it or whatever. But I bet but, there's a lot of brave stories that we just haven't heard about. 
Well, and I'm saying like, and I'm saying, ninety-one people were not that susceptible to blackmail and bribes. You know? Yeah. Like that's there's just no way that's a thing. Right, because they so, would have been caught. One of them would have been caught already. You know, well, and for, even if they weren't, like, there's no way. Like, there was there were not enough secrets getting out to the communists at that time that would that would indicate that ninety-one people were doing it. Well, you know, um, I wouldn't say that, but. Um, I would also, say it's a whole bunch of misplaced fear. Yeah, right. Like even Why even before of communism, it's just because it's a made up thing. Like the commies are a uh, um a red herring. Yeah. Well, like that <laughs> word originated in, like before the word communist. Really, it was just like for um uh like. I don't know what the word you would call it, just like uh, Eastern European Russian type people, like Slavs, yeah. Slavic people. Yeah. Um, and Behind the Iron Curtain. Yeah. Uh, but no, this was before that. This was like in the, the well, late yeah. 1800s, like before communism had really even taken roots. It's, they had this term commie just for pretty much used for any kind of political, subversive or revolutionary type person. It was just a commie. And that a commie, but that that word is based on communist. Well, somehow, but it was before there was any communist regime, anywhere. Huh. So, uh, yeah, yeah, communists had been written, like the manifesto was out by then, the Marx yeah, Engels one. But communism is just a red herring. I recently watched Clue. If no one can tell, I I think I've quoted Clue in every episode for two weeks. Um. So, yeah, so since we're susceptible to blackmail and bribes, um, that provided even more ammunition for the mass firing of queer government employees. Um, because both communists and homosexuals lack morality, conformity, religious convictions, and we will put our own desires above those of the country. Um, and so this was all part of the Lavender Scare, which was the McCarthyism which is, uh, you know, gay McCarthyism. If you type in the search bar on our podcast, um, it'll bring you one of the episodes. It's not titled Lavender Scare, but it has Lavender Scare in the title, so it'll show up if you search it, Yeah. where Kat goes into a pretty deep dive there. Yeah, and it needs to be kind of even like a deeper dive. But yeah, like that one could make up under a whole... Half an hour that was when we like... were trying to do three episodes... Or three stories a, a episode, so yeah, that was maybe before two, mom was like, so. maybe like uh, one story and then something nice, and, <laughs> and then that turned into one story and like rants about the government. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we almost got on one here, but you uh, cut me off there. <laughs> well, I mean, if you want it, no, it, it was for the best. You made the right decision. <laughs> I mean, we can always rant about what is today's the nineteenth. There's going to be a Waco one dropping on um, the Patreon. Yeah. Hint, hint. Yeah, guys. Lots of I've good stuff about on Patreon somehow, happening. I've thought about somehow doing like a like a Patreon type thing, but not like a monthly recurring donation because that's hard for people to do now. Um, but I don't know. I'm. I don't know. I'm not sure how to do. Like PayPal would be the easy thing, but then I don't know how people would get our bonus content. Right. After that. Yeah. You know. Um. So there is a way that you can send links from Patreon, 
it's like a one-time well, there's link a way... or something, and we could just send, keep sending them that, you know, like maybe download the stuff. Well, there is a way there. to get um, a, a one-time donation on Patreon, which is to go out and um, subs- like become a patron and then immediately cancel your subscription. But right, don't do that. I mean, you could keep your subscription going. <laughs> yeah, but or or do that, you know, whatever floats your boat. We'd love to yeah, have whatever. you on there, and that's yeah, part and we'd of love to give you content. Yeah, that's part of the things that if you'd like to like it, we'd like you a lot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was a good way for me to say that. Um, anyway, please like us on Facebook and join us for conversation and donuts and coffee on the Facebook group. You have to bring have a donuts and yeah, coffee. Yeah, you have like to live. bring your own donuts and coffee, obviously, because it's on uh, Facebook in a group called the Queer All Year Mafia. Mafia. Otherwise, you can check us out on Twitter, or Instagram. We're hashtagging and atting and sending and receiving on all frequencies. For all that previous okay. bonus stuff we were talking about, you can go to Patreon.com/slash Queer All Year. We have, currently, all of our stuff is on two tiers, a $1 tier or a $5 tier. A $5 tier has the bonus episodes, which are really dope. Dope AF is what I will say. $1 tier has some uh, fun bloopers and videos and things. And it is great. Patreon.com. And at the $5 tier, you also get the $1 tier. Right. Stuff. Yeah. So... You get the bloopers. You get and it the, all. Whatever we happen to put up, the, like the the whole just spiel of McGee just going on, just the worst openings. And I was like, nope, uh, nope. Just that whole, it was a whole day of just like, nope, uh-uh, cut that. <laughs> that was fun. Some pretty messed up um, stuff, some of it. But um, it was all yeah, meant in just, well, messed I, up and I was like, uh-uh. It was meant in a different way. It just came out sounding that yeah. <laughs> well, and then you you followed up one of those with like a, oh yeah something just something like, you shouldn't have followed it up with. Yeah, it was just like <laughs> genuinely awful. Yeah, they were there were some bad ones. Um, but since you won't get to hear bad ones on the live feed, this feed, uh, and they're all bloopers because this one is awesome. You can go out and give us a five star rating and review wherever you listen, preferably on Apple Podcasts. You can um, tell people tell everyone we're a little niche i think we're a little niche we're we're queer every single day and we're longer than we mean but it's history so and and we're history so we're like the most niche thing in the world so if you would like to share with people who like niche things especially niche queer history every day um that would be awesome because we love doing this and we love doing it for you, and we love when you love us, <laughs> and we like you know more people joining, more people hearing, because it really is something that we like doing. It's something we've put a whole lot into, obviously. <laughs> so, um, yeah, just having people appreciate it is amazing. It, it really is. Um, do you want to hear what the unicorn has to say? Oh, yeah. Yeah, do that. All right. Well, well, it's a weekend. 
So the unicorn um, rests on the Sabbath, as we all know. So it's the same advice as yesterday. It's fine to have no problem with having no plans. Take this weekend as it comes. Uh, yeah, so again, we agree. Whatever. If, yeah. So don't be like Kansas. Don't try and sue the governor for telling you you can't have religious gatherings. You can have you can have them on Zoom. McGee and I are on right. Zoom right now. Isn't God having everywhere? Having our own little gathering. Yes. He's in Anywhere the room with Anywhere two us. or more gather, I am there. And, and God is there. Yeah. Um, but I'm there. <laughs> um, Cat is God. <laughs> so just like get on Zoom with one other person and boom, God's there. Or um, just talk to God, read your Bible or whatever. Anyway, churches are suing our governor for saying that they can't go to big gatherings or whatever. Organized yeah. religion is the downfall of civilization. Give them well, the, and it's give like, them the outro. Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, the, the outro right now is that, like, uh, the it, our Supreme Court said it's constitutional. Anyway, um... So stay where you are in in your home, not in a gathering six feet away from other people. That is exactly where everyone wants you to be. And that is exactly where the universe wants you to be. So just remember, wherever you are is exactly where you are supposed to be.